This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday, the 27th of June. In your sport today, the Blues set up an origin decider. The Matildas suffer a setback. Wimbledon begins tonight and meet the Socceroos superfan. This is your sport today. State of Origin is heading to a decider after New South Wales beat Queensland 44 points to 12 last night in Perth. Blues halfback Nathan Cleary was criticised in the Game 1 loss, but he was the player of the match last night with two tries and 24 points overall. But the big talking point was the sin binning of Queensland forward Felice Kafusi just before halftime. Gabs, the coaches have had their say on it. Yeah, they both spoke after the game last night and Blues coach Brad Fittler said it was the right Call. So what happened here was in the final few minutes before halftime, the Blues, they were attacking Queensland's goal line down 12 points to eight. But Queensland, they were just holding on. So they kept giving away repeat sets of six, just trying to hold down in the ruck. But after the fourth infringement, the ref, he had more than enough. And Kafusi he was sent to the sin bin for 10 minutes. The Blues scored straight away and then piled on 30 more points in the second half. Maroons coach Billy Slater, he said the sin bin and playing with 12 men did fatigue his side and it did contribute to the loss, but he also said that they won't use it as an excuse going forward. The win capped off a pretty much perfect representative round for New South Wales. The Blues won all four origin matches across different levels. It's probably not a whitewash, maybe a blue rinse might sound (laughs) a little bit better. Uh, Look, you can call it whatever you want, but it was all (laughs) blue in origin footy. And Fez, this all started on Thursday night when the New South Wales under-19s teams both won. So the girls, they won 22-6. Then the boys got the job done at 32-4 with both of those matches at Leichhardt Oval in Sydney. Then we were off to Canberra on Friday night, and I think everyone was a little bit blue. It was that cold there. New South Wales beat the Maroons in the one-off women's state of origin 20 points to 14. Center Isabel Kelly, she scored the winner for the Blues with just three minutes to go. And that win takes the overall tally to 3-2 New South Wales's way. The series, it'll move to two games from next year. Gabs, we are Blues fans, so the past week Mm -hmm. couldn't have gone too much better, but there's still one more match to play. That's in Queensland on July the 13th. Today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app. Head there for your State of Origin news scores and stats. When was the last time the Blues won a series decider in Queensland? Help us out, Gabs. Uh, Let's just say the great Andrew Johns played a fairly big role that night. He certainly did. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. Australia's preparations for next year's Women's Football World Cup took a bit of a hit yesterday morning. They lost 7-0 to Spain and never really looked like scoring against the seventh best team in the world. Now, no shots on target, and this was always going to be a tough game for the Matildas because a lot of the top players, like Sam Kerr, they were rested for this batch of games. Now, Coach Tony Gustafson said that he wanted to give some of the younger players a crack ahead of next year's World Cup, and that included six members in the squad who had never played for Australia before. The first half was actually pretty tight, but Spain just cut loose after that with six goals in the second half to hand the Aussies their worst 
defeat in 25 years. There's still a long way to go before next year's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, so plenty of time to fix things for the Matildas. Uh, They play again on Wednesday morning, this time against Portugal. Let's go to AFL now because Geelong's Tom Stewart has been sent straight to the tribunal for a hearing tomorrow night. Uh, The Cats defender is facing a big ban for his hit on Richmond's Dion Prestia, but Gabs, the AFL says it won't bring in the send-off. No, and a lot of former players and footy experts reckon Stewart should have been sent off or at least sent to the sin bin for 10 minutes for this tackle. But the AFL said yesterday that they're not even considering bringing in a rule change. So, Fez, this happened back in Saturday's game when Stewart hit Prestia in the head with his shoulder away from the ball. Prestia was knocked out and had to be subbed out of the game. But Stewart, he stayed on and was one of the best players on the field as the Cats came back to win an absolute absolute thriller by three points. The match review committee, it released its charges yesterday and said it was careless conduct, severe impact and high contact. Yeah, and that means Stewart will likely miss at least three games, but we'll find out tomorrow night. Uh, Stewart has already said it was a horrible error and that he felt horrible after it. The West Coast Fever will play the Melbourne Vixens in the Super Netball Final on a Sunday. After one of the wildest finishes of the year, the Vixens beat the Giants by just one point. But Gabs, it could have gone either way in the last minute. Uh, yeah, look, I think you've got to call the people in Hollywood. Not even they could have scripted a finish <laughs> quite like this one. So the Vixens came from 10 points down in the final quarter to make it 54 all. with just a minute left on the clock. And in those 60 seconds, both teams turned the ball over, but Vixens shooter Mwai Kumwenda, she steadied and scored to put the Vixens up by one with seven seconds left. There was still enough time on the clock for the Giants. They scrambled to get a two-point super shot off, but it was about half a second late, even though the ball went in. So the Vixens, they held on to make the grand final. It now means the Vixens are a chance to go from worst last year to first this year if... They can win in Perth. What a finish that was. <laughs> uh, Vixen's co-captain Liz Watson summed it up when she said, that was unbelievable. Uh, all that's left now is the grand final. We'll preview that in Friday's show. We're just a few hours away from the third tennis major of the year. That's Wimbledon and it begins later tonight. Gabs, there are heaps of talking points. So why don't you break down what we need to know? Well, let's start with the big one, which is that there are no Russian or Belarusian players this year. Wimbledon organisers, they banned players from those countries because of the Ukrainian invasion. And as a result, the two main tennis organisations decided there would be no ranking points on offer this year. All right, let's get to the action on court now because Novak Djokovic, he absolutely loves this event. He's won it six times and is the favourite again this year, although... Rafael Nadal is fit and he has won both majors already this season. Now, in the women's draw, it is all about Iga Sviantec. She's won 35 matches in a row and she won the French Open just a few weeks ago. Yeah, Aussie Ash Barty is the defending champ, but obviously she won't be there to defend her title because she's retired. There are 15 Australians in the singles draw, and of course the special Ks are teaming up for the doubles. You can catch it all on the nine networks and stand sport from 8pm tonight. We are less than 150 days until the FIFA Men's World Cup, 147 days to be exact, uh, and there's said to be about a million fans traveling to Qatar for the event. 
One of them will be Pablo Bateson, who might just be the biggest Socceroos fan ever, Gabs. Uh, well, if he's not the biggest, then he has got to be on the podium. And Fez, <laughs> I absolutely love that your countdown has already begun. Now, since 1973, Bateson has been to about 90 Socceroos World Cup qualifying matches. 47 of those were in a row between 2008 and 2017, and those were across 17 different countries. That is a lot of work in your passport. Now, his loyalty has netted him some pretty awesome merchandise. We're talking jerseys from the players and even Mark Schwartz's goalkeeping gloves. Now, quite often he was part of a very small group of Aussie fans, but he says the players knew that they were there to support them in style. And of course, he'll be in Qatar on the 23rd of November to watch the Socceroos play France. He says the three most important things are family, football and work. So (laughs) that surely makes him the biggest Socceroos fan. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up. And as we record this morning's podcast, Aussie Min Ji Lee is tied for second in the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Lots going on there. It might head to a playoff hole. Uh, Check out the Sport Today newsletter. There's a link in your episode notes for it. It'll have all the full results. Uh, As for today's trivia question, brought to you by the League Live app, when was the last time New South Wales won an Origin decider in Queensland? It was a good year for your West Tigers, an even better year for our Blues. It was back in 2005. That's right. Andrew Johns, pivotal in New South Wales' 32 points to 10 win. All right, that is us done for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Gabs and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then.